Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They rubbish. His buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. We're an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Backside of Churchill Downs in the shadows of the Twin Spires. It's Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Roll Call. A Trevor Kelsey morning about 34 minutes late to get him going. Woo! TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen back in the studio, I believe. Scoots, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. TJ, I think you're on the wrong mic. You're coming in a little quiet. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if that was I, – I couldn't really hear him either. So, um, glad – it's it's really hiccup-free morning. Oh, oh I, I can't hear him either uh, on that one. Uh, but you can hear me though, right? That's good. Yeah, I got TJ? you. Yeah, so is this any better? Is that any – oh, no, sorry, wrong one. We dude. Uh, TJ. Well, I'm, I'm just – okay, well, I still can't hear you. Scoots, can you hear? I can, but you're really low. Is there any way you can turn it up any? There we go. I mean, that's as high as the number two. Okay, you're good. That'll work. Yeah. All right, well, we'll make it work. Uh, that's that's the kind of morning we've had right here on the Big X. But, Scoots, shout out to you for making the drive back to the station, getting us on air. Uh, shout out to the horses that are currently on the track. Uh, got out there about five minutes ago. Uh, the Todd Pletchers are out there, TJ, looking nice and pretty. Um, but you know, there's not. We we, we got to get down to brass tacks. There's a lot of stuff happened yesterday. Uh, did you spend the the uh, the Marty Mush hour? Did you did you go through that yesterday? I did watch it. Uh, maybe not all of it, but 95 percent of it. Yeah, it was. Um, I, it was one of those where I was glad that I wasn't. Whoa, something just happened uh, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dugan, whatever button you push, that was something. All right, dude. Uh, oh wow. Okay. Well, I think we're working. I right. think we're good now. Yep, yeah. There we go. Now TJ just turned you down a little bit, and y'all be good. Yeah. Thanks, right. Dugan. You Perfect. did it. Did S- it. Save the day. Good job, boss Dugan. man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we missed. We we had the Marty Mush. Hour. It was great, TJ, because it reminded me of something that I would do where they scheduled uh, the, sh- the show to start until, like, the next day, right? They just kept messing up. It was like, hey, we're gonna, it's going to go out. It's going to be live. They set it to private. 30 minutes later, they realized, oh, we didn't publish it. We'll schedule it now. They scheduled it for the next day. Then they have to reschedule it again. It was a lot of, uh, a, a lot of jumping through hoops 
to get us to listen to Hunter Dickinson, who ended up saying some uh, nice things about uh, the University of Kentucky, but did not did not commit yesterday. Did not commit. What do you? Were you furious? Did you feel like the the barstool guys hyped this up for nothing? Classic barstool with what they're doing there. No, no, I, I, would. I agree. I thought it was a little bit of it. Like it was a little bit of a bummer you didn't get a commitment. But like, what did you expect? Did you really think he was just gonna come on there and like? Uh, this, I mean, this, this I kinda, is, they kind of did lead it on that that was a possibility of happening, but they didn't definitively say that would be happening. Yeah, and and like this has been. Like if you, if this is the recruitment that's got too much drama for you, I mean, folks, this is the the everyday norm now that we're dealing with, right? Uh, it's just being played out a little bit more in plain sight than what we're used to. Sometimes it's the, you only get to see the kind of back and forth and the crazy theatrics if you're you know behind a paywall on a message board or something like that. Now we're just getting Hunter Dickinson to share his unfiltered thoughts on a Barstool Sports podcast. So it's a it's a little bit different. Oh, Jude Redfield back. Looking sharp, wearing a great suit today, Jude Redfield As is. always. Yeah, so I, I felt kind of the same way. I, that, I always just – maybe it's just because I, I was in the business so long, you don't usually get such candid answers from somebody. So when you hear somebody detail visits like that, I thought it was pretty cool. And a lot of people felt like he potentially had, had tipped his hand. Maybe. Yeah. That's, that's the fun thing about those interviews. You can kind of take and run with them as you will. And – I do think his answers about Kentucky were pretty interesting. He went back to talking about the weight room and how he wanted to see the the coach or the the new strength and conditioning program, and then what the play the new players development coach or something along those lines. And he said that he was really happy he made the visit to go be able to meet those guys and see those guys. He talked about how Calipari was incredibly family oriented, how he lets players sleep at his house, and I do feel like his answers with Kentucky were just a little bit different than his answers with some other places. However, Roush, all the rumors outside of this video, all the stuff that he didn't say, is this is coming down to a bidding war, and Kansas has promised that they will match, top, and exceed any other offers out there. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, yeah, oh, I, I think it's all bullcrap, especially the Maryland people that are coming out and like really making this about the money. That's what that's a very loser talk. It is loser. Yeah, loser it is. talk is just it talking is. about how much money is on the table because you're mentally preparing. You're already showing your fans to be like, oh, this guy. We don't uh, really. We're getting into a bidding war. You're already getting them set up for uh, disappointment, right? Now, would you feel like maybe UK football staff does this from time to time? Oh yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it, it, See, I like the honesty, and it is. It is. Uh, it can soften the blow as he really liked us. We just didn't have the financial backing to, to, Which to they, finish They've at through. least done less, and they, they always kind of hit it with the, we, do, we need more help with nil. We need more help. You know, like that's kind of the it, the, 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 the go-to. Um, but you, you don't see it play, uh, play out as uh, plainly with, like, the big numbers, right? Which I, I just – I never believe big numbers. You yeah, know? a lot of people are saying that. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't – I think if, like, people were just getting totally scammed out of what uh, – out of promises, they would – they'd be a little bit more vocal about them. Now, I mentioned this during the basketball season. I do think sometimes when you'll have injuries or players sitting out – it may not always be injuries or oh. players sitting out anymore. It may be that a check didn't clear and the player and yeah. his representation saying, listen, we made a promise, and if you're not going to get it going for us, we're not going to get it going for you. That will continue to happen, and you'll yeah. see that throughout the college sports. But Cal has been pretty adamant, and he does have a track record of this, is if you're going to make it a bidding war, the Cats will tap out. You'll get your money at UK, 
but if you need promises of this amount of dollar amount it's going to be funneled into your bank account by this day, Kentucky hasn't shown a history of doing that, which, which I find that's what I – I think Hunter Dickinson, if you just – he heard him talk, even if you took the names out of it, if you just heard him talk about the specific visits, he glowed more about the Kentucky visit than he did the others. And again, I mentioned on Twitter, I am a little unbiased, but I, it, I think a lot of people could take that if you actually listen to the interview, which if you didn't, I didn't blame you one bit because it was pretty <laughs> painful listening. Well, However, so I think it's Kentucky based on what he's saying, but if it truly is a bidding war, I don't think it'll be UK. See, here's the thing, though. I don't believe it's a bidding war, though, because even Cal was kind of tipping his hand yesterday that there could be some good news coming. He had the tweet with Bill Clinton. It's been a busy day, and it's not even 4 o'clock yet. Well, what was happening at 4? That was when Dickinson's podcast was supposed to drop. So I think he had a good hunch that it was going to happen after enjoying some of the finest chicken tenders in the city of Lexington. We're going to get to the chicken tenders. We're going to get to the chicky tenders. I mean, if anybody knows chicken tenders, it's TJ. Walker. It really is. They that's to, your that's your expert analysis. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I'm glad that you I'll, realize I'll, I'll and talk football that. recruiting and horse racing. You can talk chicken tenders. That's and that's pretty much the limit of it. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> go much further than that. But I don't know. I didn't. I didn't take the Bill Clinton tweet to be as much. You didn't read into it at all. Not as much. Okay. I like. I think he just kind of wanted to flex that he was having. I mean, very, he, he loves posting when he gets to talk with Bill Clinton. How, like, what was the conversation like when John Wall calls John Calipari and he's like, hey, here's Bill Clinton, talk to him. Like, what, what are, first off, like, what, what is John Wall, like, when you're, when you're going to meet a former president, you probably want to have something kind of prepared. You're just cold calling your coach and Cal puts you on with Bill Clinton. What do you even say? Like, uh, hey, Mr. President, this really is John Wall. Really enjoyed your foreign policy. <laughs> Yeah, John Wall wasn't even alive during the Clinton administration. <laughs> I think by the end of it, he he was alive, but not enough to remember anything that was really probably going on with it, I would guess. But, yeah, that was uh, a lot of people were running with that tweet as swaggy cow back. What does he know that we don't know? I didn't, but I hope those folks are right. However, I, I did kind of believe Hunter Dickinson when he said, I don't really know. I haven't made up my mind yet. And that tracks because every single national expert that you trust, that you should trust, is basically saying the same thing. Yeah. Now, the Field of 68 guys are carrying Bill Self's water. Stop me if you've heard oh, that yeah, one yeah, yeah. There's, there's If he some... was smart, he'd. this is actually what Jeff Goodman said. He said that if, if Hunter Dickinson was smart, he wouldn't go to U.K. because the freshman guards are going to shoot too much and he'll just have to get rebounds to get his touches. A huge portion of U.K. fans get furious that Cal force-feeds his bigs too much. <laughs> Shut up, Jeff Goodman. That's like the Shut national up. media. They're going to hammer Cal for not for, for, for feeding the bigs too much. Getting that, the that's, a, that's a real thing that U.K. fans get frustrated with, that sometimes they feel like they force-feed the bigs too much, and now you got Jeff Goodman basically publicly telling Hunter Dickinson, don't go to Kentucky. They're not going to give you the ball enough. I mean, Cry more, Jeff. The, the, it's funny when you get that sort of uh, water carrying. That's a very cool wildcat windbreaker there uh, that Cal was rocking. Uh, but the... Uh, the the part that I have the the problem that I have is just like there's a lot of quote unquote insiders where hey, you'll see screen grabs. Is that the guy from the Sports Buzz TV? Oh, show? Oh wow! It's the guy from the Sports it's, Buzz TV it's show. It's the guy from the Sports Buzz TV show. Wow! We've got a recent Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, Greg Braun. Good to see you again, Greg. Wow. No, no, it's uh, thank you. I'm I'm really humbled by the uh, honor. They did a great job with the banquet. You know, I had to go to Lexington to Rupp Arena to do the wow. ceremony, but I, they, they treated us well. Treated Good. us well up there. It was a great event. So Thank is Kim the last Brom that's not in the high school hall of fame? You know what? And she should be. Yeah. She actually should be. Yeah. So uh, uh, that, Start the campaign. I, I am. I think I'm a nominator next year because uh, she was 
probably sitting there going, what are you, why are you getting this <laughs> and not me? But, uh, yeah. So well, well deserved. Congrats. That's really cool, especially with all the family and all that. You know that. what? It means a lot to me because, actually, those days mean a lot to me, you mm-hmm. know, those high school days. And especially at Trinity, a place like that. Sure. And, that was before Trinity was Trinity too, right? You know what? It was Trinity there, but but oh, it, oh, it, come on. it's the always start been of it. Trinity. Sure. It's always been Trinity. But um, you know what? It's just there's nothing like a high school Friday night, man. There really isn't. Yeah. And that's why it's, it means so much to me, I think, because those days were so important. Good. That's a great answer. Uh, take it easy with what you all are doing at UVA football. It's a little much, a little fast. Well, I'll say we, that much as UK guys. We took a little break to come over here. Calm down a little bit. Right Holy on, smokes. Back you guys, on the horse and going, uh, getting after it. But you know what? You, you just got to keep going and going these days. I mean, it's the impressive. Way, the, way, the way college sports is now. It never stops. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's portal season. It, it is. And uh, you're always recruiting. And you're, you know, you got you to gotta make sure even when you're recruiting that you're not forgetting about the on-field product to mm-hmm. making sure you're executing and doing the, the things you need to do on the field football-wise. But um, it's, it, we're excited and looking forward to, uh, to a, a, a great schedule. And, you know, it's going to be fun, I think. How, how cool is it, though? I mean, you're back, right? You got the you got the logo on. You got to be was, walking around was, with a bit of pep in your step. It didn't take. It wasn't a, a big adjustment. I mean, we <laughs> we we were pretty familiar with the surroundings. Yeah, yeah. And but true. you do still have to get kind of um, acclimated to how things work at a new place when right. you were used to how you were doing things, and you you kind of try to try to change some things, but you got to just kind of go with the way the operation runs sometimes too, and. Um, we're figuring it out. We're getting to know our players. You got to get to know all the faces and the yeah, names. Yeah. And uh, but you know what? The the welcome's been overwhelming, and the fans are excited. And I hope they stay as excited after we play a few games. Well, That's our job, and I think we can keep it going. Though I think it, the momentum is there, and and we know that the the people here feel invested. I think in the in us really a, a little bit and the program. Uh, so. We're ready. We're talking. Well, with Greg, it, it, well, let's it, reset the interview. We're talking with Greg Brom here on the Big X Sports Radio, it, and happy it, it, to have him back in town. The previous administration much easier to mock, though. Again, <laughs> we're a UK show. You know this. Uh, it's it's going to be more competitive. Well, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Let's have a little fun, friendly rivalry sure, here. Sure. You guys. I mean, you guys both host. We, my former co-host at times on shows. and We and, miss, uh, We actually talk about that somewhat frequently, how funny some of those shows were, how much fun we had with them. Those were so much fun. Yeah. I mean, occasionally my nephew will pull, pull up on YouTube <laughs> the old shows, and he'll show people our office. They're like, Greg was on a TV show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, to just uh, it is – It's those were really fun days, and I'm glad you guys are keeping it going. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I like a little fun back and forth. Mm-hmm friendly rivalry i mean we don't have any ill will at all to to anybody actually coach stoops when we were at purdue he actually hosted jeff and some of our staff members a couple years ago in the office no kidding kind of they chatted and talked football and uh that you know so there's a good relationship that's good to hear but we're going to have a a we're going to be competitive on the field and and uh, go at each other and let our fan bases go at it and that's what makes it fun actually yeah Yeah, come uh, november that'll all change it's going to be uh especially festival at the uh roush house on thanksgiving this year so (laughs) no excuse to get out of it anymore wait i get these i get these you know a a random text from nick and it's real hey guys i y'all coming over for the holidays Mm -hmm. and then i'll get like 
Well, I hear you're signing this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not. Am I talking to a reporter right here? Exactly. Am I talking to a family here? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, be careful with I, him. I, I go dark. If I go dark, <laughs> that means he is. You know, I know what he's up to. It's, it's weird. I get I get like three responses back, and then all of a sudden, uh, Greg yeah. just loses his phone. Exactly. I, you're gonna have to fight, get a, a little a little sneakier <laughs> to get that info. It's getting obvious. Make him work a little harder. Yeah. Exactly. It's not I've got that easy. I've got one more question, and. Mike Rutherford, he's the UofL guy on our station. He's from 3 to 6 in the afternoon. He had some inside football scoop. And you you can confirm it. You can deny it. You can just totally ignore <laughs> it if you want to. Or can do neither. He said this UofL team this upcoming season will be better than any Purdue team that the Brahms had, but it will be the worst UofL team that the Brahms will have. That was his inside scoop from well, sources I mean, that's, inside that's the program. That's almost a riddle. That's almost a riddle. <laughs> we figure exactly what you said there. So better but than the team at Purdue, it, but worse than any of your I, future you know teams. What? We really – I always say this. Mm-hmm. You never know till you get to the first game. You yeah. really can't tell from practice as much. You can tell if if you can kind of – you need to see it in context to the opponents. Sure. So um, – I, I don't know. Ne- I will neither confirm nor deny on that because you I don't think know. all the information is not in. Yeah. All the you had some good Purdue in. teams. That'd be surprising we, to me. You we, don't we, you don't we, win a division in the Big Ten unless you've got we, some. We were proud of what we, what we did at Purdue and and the type of player we had. And uh, we had guys come out of nowhere, walk on. Charlie we had Jones, Charlie Jones, Aiden O'Connell. Then yeah. we had then we yeah. had superstars. Really, Rondell Moore, David Bell, oh, for sure. George Karloftis. We melded it together, and they played tough foot a brand of football. Um, and the Big Ten is is hard. It's old school. They play defense in that league. I mean, you got to really you get to exhale in the ACC. Let's be no, honest. No, no, no. Get to exhale in the ACC. You know, it, it, we were the outlier in the Big Ten. Correct. At Purdue, because yeah. we were having to do things a little bit different. Probably more teams in the ACC do things like us offensively even so you know it's going to be a new new I think that's the biggest thing too about waiting for the first game because it is a different type of football right like not just playing in the trenches big 10 defense like it's a different style it it is and you know what we open with a conference game so it's going to be interesting they have a new coaching staff so you don't know what to expect Uh, but I like our schedule just because we play you know in a lot of good stadiums the Mercedes-Benz we get Indianapolis Lucas Oil we got a bunch of home games, Notre Dame. We got the cats coming. Oh yeah! So uh, it's 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 gonna be fun. Man, we, our favorite parties are at uh, what's the stadium name now? Ellen and Federal Credit yeah, Union. There we go. Yeah, we we've had some good times at Ellen and Federal Credit Union. Saying that time Lamar fumbled, that was a lot of fun. Uh, the time that TJ that was, was celebrating in the stands, that's true. Forty point win. Yeah, been a lot of great was... Kentucky football memories. Yeah, that at that was only two. I, you only brought up two. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a lot. That's a lot to you, but you, you brought two up. But that's 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 fine well it 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 always is a party and actually you know what i hope people are are out you know if you want to stay up on that party deck stay up there we're not going to get upset (laughs) yeah stay up there enjoy whatever you're doing at the game and we want the whole experience to be a party and uh and bring that buzz back we want it to be the place to be again on a Saturday, like like there's nothing else on your calendar. We're working everything around those uh, those home games. Greg Brom from Louisville Football. Before we get you out of here, who's going to win the Kentucky Derby? You, you know what? I'm, I'm probably 
what my strategy actually after last year is to wait to see who scratches today, <laughs> and then the next one in. That's who you're going that's with. That's who I'm that's going with. <laughs> I like the it. The big payday. Like Other than that, I'll take the favorite. It's been, it's been bizarre winners the last, I mean, since the pandemic, really. It's just yeah. been guess. How, do you, how can you Guess tell? as anybody I mean, else. It's going to be somebody you, you didn't even look at mm-hmm. on the sheet. Yep. Uh, Jeff is picking Disarm. Ooh, we like this arm. Do you like this yeah, arm? Yeah, we do. I didn't know a lot about it, but because it's number eleven, that was his. Oh, that was his his, his oh. jersey number. That's, but that's, uh, a pick. that's the way to do it, though. Yeah, I mean, the, the people that pick based on names and numbers end up doing better than us nerds that will look at the oh, books. Yeah. I'm horrible at it. We're we're, we're excited for Derby Week, Greg. Thanks for coming over. Uh, Thanks for – Hey, you're back. Actually, you grabbed me and drug me. That's true. No, no, (laughs) it's a pleasure to be on with you. And, uh, of course, I follow you guys and what you do. I'm I'm really happy for you. It seems like everything's coming up Greg lately. Can't wait until the next Sunday Sports Buzz host get Power 5 coaching jobs. (laughs) There's Dugan back here in the business. as well, man. He got it started right here. (laughs) He did. He did. All right, Greg. Go mingle. Go do what you need Appreciate to. Good seeing you, buddy. Go get Brady under control, all right? He thinks he runs the show out here. He, oh, oh, hanging with D-Wayne. He's, he's rubbing elbows with the rich and the famous. Uh, but it is a who's who on the backside back here. Um, I, I don't know how many folks watched our Sunday Sports Buzz show with Greg back in the day, but electric TV. Well, I always say this, that it is funny. I'd get recognized a lot more after doing a TV appearance or two than I did for – Several years doing radio, uh, which is just makes sense because people recognize people they see on TV. But even the sports bus, you know, I'd go out and be like, I think I saw you on local news. <laughs> WBNA 21, baby. That's where you saw me. Heck yeah. Text on in to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Stop by Thornton's. Get all your goodies today. Did, what happened to the Master P and Mike Rutherford show? Did that, did that go away? I don't know. You'd have to ask Mike. I, I was always a little skeptical about how fast everything moved, and I was like, Master P is totally committed to doing this, like, weekly or however often it's supposed to be. one NCAA tournament time show. Yeah. I, I, Master P is too busy. To, oh, Master okay. P is too busy? Too busy. Yeah, the whole thing was weird. No he, time for scoots. The way Mike told it was like, Master P sees all these other sh- – this is what was told to Mike. Master P sees all these other shows, these sports shows. He knows he can do a better job. He can get a better show, and he just needs a station that's going to let it take off. So they found the station that was going to let it take off. They found Mike Rutherford that was going to help him let it take off, and then he did one episode, and I guess he just moved on to, to something else, decided to do something different. Is that about right, Scoots? Uh I don't know if he moved on to do something different. I, the way I've heard it, I just don't think he's had time. Or they haven't met up since that first show. So I just take it. I just assume that he's a celebrity rubbing elbows with other celebrities. Doesn't want to hang out with little Mike. Now yeah, that may that may be the exact scenario. Scoot, how are things back at the studio? We miss you out here. Uh, they're good. I'm going to see how this next commercial break fires off. And if everything goes well, might head back that way. But I'll keep you all updated. Scoots, you wouldn't believe the talent out here, and I'm not talking the horses. Oh, settle down, TJ. You wouldn't let me talk about it yesterday. Now you want to bring it up when I'm not there. <laughs> I, was, I was just trying to make give you some FOMO. Suck it, pal. Yeah, I, I've got serious to, FOMO. I was just trying to – oh, my gosh, is that a uh, – <laughs> Olivia Munn? Looks like that's a leggings parade over there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Are they carrying iguanas? Because then I'm really <laughs> jealous. Uh, no iguanas out here, Scoots, not right. that I've seen so I'm far. Good, then. All right, should we take our, our break here? And I, I don't know, what's the break situation since we took the first 35 minutes to get onto the air? Uh, it's up to you all, whatever you want to do from this point forward. 
I well, love that answer. That's yeah. that's why I'm with the big X. Uh, okay, let's take a break here. If you single double break. single and double single, what do you want, Ralph? I don't care. Let's just do a single. Get on at the top of the hour okay. and get to rolling and get to calling here at the live live from the backside of Churchill Downs. T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call coming up next. Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, live from the backside at Churchill Downs. Roush funneling in with donut in hand for the second hour. It's not a Thornton's donut, unfortunately. But it'll do in a pinch. It's I the suppose. Big Blue Insider, Dick Gabriel. Hey, it building. is Dick Gabriel. Hey, Dick, good to see you, buddy. I know you've been doing all right. Yeah, good seeing you also. I'm going out here to pick himself a derby horse. Big fan of Dick Gabriel. I think he does great radio in Lexington. I always talk about all the radio I listen to in Louisville. I don't get to listen to as much in Lexington, but if I do, it'll probably be the Big Blue Insider. Yeah, yeah. I uh, ran into my old high school coach, Mark Sanders. Uh, he, so he coached, he coached me at DeSales, played at UofL, has their tackling record there, and now he's on Jeff staff. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's doing uh, wow. a little off-field, I, I don't know if it's player personnel, quality control, you know, one of those staffer positions. And so he's uh, he's excited to be back in football after uh, okay. dealing with the kind of high school kids and stuff like that. A little bit different at the, the Awesome college. opportunity, I'm sure, though. Yeah. And if they he ever had to coach you, it's going to be a lot easier. Oh, a lot the, easier. The next gig. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know it's cold out here. I'm a little chilly out here. You see that person with the scarf over? Oh my gosh, they look like uh, the kid, the the Ralphie. Christmas story. Yeah, yeah uh, the little brother yeah, who's yeah, got. Um, <laughs> I can't put my arms I down. I mean, he's got a scarf wrapped around his Thank face you. up to his nose, the puffy jacket, and the beanie on top of it. Expecting Very, snow out here at Churchill Downs. <laughs> Although, gosh, it, probably. <laughs> It is. Uh, I can't overstate how beautiful it is today. A great weather for the steamboat race. Who's who's going to take it home this year, TJ? Man, it's a competitive field this year, Roush. You've got the Bell of Louisville. One last year has been pretty good in its form as of late. You've got the American Countess. Have you ever seen that boat? It's huge, right? Oh my gosh, it it's is like twice enormous. the size of the Bell of Louisville. It, yeah, it's like a cruise ship. It makes the Bell of Louisville look wimpy. And then you got, I think, the Bell of Cincinnati or the Cincinnati Bell or some dork from Cincinnati. They don't stand Losers. a chance. So it's going to either come down to the Countess or the Bell of Louisville. You know, it's supposedly a fixed race. No, a fixed race. That's what they say. I, I sometimes refuse to believe it, but that's what they do say from time to time. I just think if there's a city that probably needs to win the great steamboat race this year, wouldn't it be Louisville? Oh, we, don't, don't the great golden antlers need to stay home? They need to. I mean, the, 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 the folks here, you know, I, I know they're excited that the Brahms are back in town, but ha- haven't had a lot of winning to cheer for as of late. 
Time for a pick-me-up for the city of Louisville. And I think it will maybe get started with the Bell of Louisville tonight in the Ohio River. Be there or be square. We're going to be in the Ohio River? Well, no, the boats will be in the Ohio River. Well, do we need to get on the river to watch? In all seriousness, you know, we kind of like jokingly mock about it, but seeing those big-ass boats on the Ohio River all right by one another, it is actually semi-cool. Not like the coolest thing in the world. It's like a hot air balloon. Yeah. It's like something you just don't see all that often, so when you do see it, it's actually like... Oh, it's oh, kind of neat, kinda, and it yeah. is just like a big party all along the banks of the Ohio, assuming the weather is good, and it is going to be good today, as coffee and everything is spilling, and I'm tripping and falling. <laughs> uh, is that Governor Bashir over there? Uh, yeah, it looks like Governor Bashir is on one of the local TV stations. Think you think he's going to make his way over? Can we ask him about the Eastern Kentucky flooding? Did you read that article yesterday? No, no. Oh, gosh. From who? Uh, I, I think it was WRFL who did the initial reporting on it, but Kentucky Lantern is the website that I read it on. But is I think it, uh, it was WRFL's reporting. Not, maybe not whatever. They're like investigative people. Yeah, but yeah. was it just like the paying people to get stuff recovered is they play, going uh, poorly? Uh, gosh, you really should read the article. I mean, I, this isn't like a, a right or left sort of deal. These are people in eastern Kentucky that we all wanted to help, and they failed them. Uh, they paid a Florida company $157 million to come up and take the debris away, but they were getting paid to take away, like, per the ton. So they had incentive to just take, take away more than so what they So they, needed. like, destroyed houses that were not supposed to be destroyed that yeah. weren't ready uh, to have – they, like, had – some of them just weren't ready to be taken off, period. Some of them were going to be demolished, but they hadn't allowed the people to come and get their belongings and their property. Personal stuff, yeah. And, uh, and there's a lot more to the whole story. As as there so often is, yeah. it, it, I feel like we kind of failed is, our our Kentuckians in Eastern Kentucky, and that's really sad. Yeah, it is sad, and and that's the part too where you get the initial wave, and you're like, oh, people are raising all this mm-hmm. money, we're doing so great. You hear everything, get, and it sounds all and good. Then it kind of goes away, and it's like, all right, so what happened? I guess good work by the uh, investigative uh, folks. It was good. It was good uh, journalism, and they talked about how like this these companies were just destroying forests because they thought that that was where the floods may go, and they took away people's lumber and stuff like it. was just I mean, a disaster. Even destroying the forest is bad for the flooding. Like, <laughs> and, then, you know? and then even that, there were some creeks and stuff where they didn't get debris out of because they just said it was too hard. And the whole thing just sounded like an absolute disaster, and uh, we got to take care of our folks in eastern Kentucky. So read that story if you can. Uh, Bashir will be asked about it and probably have to answer at some point, but uh, we won't bring it up here because it's a fun, fun Wednesday there's, on the back side of Churchill Downs. There's people pouring bourbon over there, like official bourbon taste, like uh, oh. somebody from Brown Foreman. We need to get, how come they never come by our show? Didn't they, I think they come by with a mint, mint julep. Scoots, don't they come by with a mint julep every so often? I could go for one right now. Scoots also may be on his way back here. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. He probably is. I think they do. I think sometimes they – doesn't mean that's going to happen today, but I think sometimes they come around you're, you're that sort of stuff. You're julep, correct? No, no. No, no. I'd rather have a lily. Okay, okay. Uh, Lilies are dangerous. Yeah, yeah. They're so yeah. good. They go down so easy. You can have several of them. Are we doing uh, – you're doing tomorrow at the track, correct? Yes. Any? Tomorrow's my big day out here – Party in any uh, Friday or Saturday potentially? Definitely not Saturday. We got a derby party we go to every year that we're excited about, and that's a lot of fun. Friday, it's not impossible, but probably improbable. I'd be I'd be more likely to maybe want to golf Friday. It's it's so nice being out here. I will say, uh, yesterday I had to do the thing that many folks do and park at the fairgrounds and shuttle over. They have free parking there, and it's not too much of a pain in the ass, but just 
Skin around over here during Derby Week is uh, a big to-do. So how even long, it, how long did it take? I mean, I live about as close to the track as it is to just drive over to the fairgrounds. Uh, you know, probably an extra ten minutes either way. Uh, but you know, not not the worst case scenario, you not the worst thing in the world. Parked but, in the yellow lot. Uh, not yesterday afternoon. No, they wouldn't let oh, you. Oh yeah. Because uh, I was here during the afternoon. How was that? That seemed like a really cool opportunity, so explain to people what you did. So, if you look over, TJ, if you see the little, uh, the top floor of the clubhouse right there, there's a couple windows, and one of those is uh, of track announcer Travis Stone, where he is looking, they have a little bubble in his room. In this room, yeah, I'm, it's small. It's smaller than our studio. It's just this long, narrow room. He's got a desk, a bunch of stuff hung up, and there's his, his post. He has this little table set up uh, where he's got his microphone, markers of every different color where he marks up the program he he draws the silk on each one then he sticks the program on a coat hanger that hangs around his neck he has the headset on and a pair of binoculars as he calls the race it was very cool to see his process we watched him call uh, race three yesterday and he's also i mean he's only 39 years old he started this job at 30 his first derby was american pharaoh so he's a cool, cool ass dude, just in general. Yeah. And on top of that, all he is, and he's great at his job, he and is. it's the coolest vantage point. Like, I, because I, I didn't realize this. I was, I was asking him at one point. We just kind of got to casual conversation as we were winding down. And I was like, uh, man, that of all the, you know, we we're talking about memorable causes. Like, man, that mind that bird one in two thousand nine, where if you remember, um, I forget who was doing the call for NBC. There's mind that bird makes this huge move with Calvin Burrell up the rail, and he's got the lead, and you don't know who it is, and all of a sudden the announcer goes, "Mind that bird!" and he he's kind of he can't believe it uh, because he couldn't see it, and in the way Travis put it, he's like, "When you are up there in the crow's nest and you're looking down the stretch, all you can see is the front of the horse, maybe a cap in there, and." Mind that bird goes up the rail. There's like four or five horses inside of him. He just couldn't see who the hell it was. Yeah. He couldn't identify him. So uh, stuff like that, I just I was fascinated by it. It was a very, very cool afternoon hanging out with Travis Stone up in the crow's nest. What does he do in between races? Um, seems like a lot of just kind of hanging around. Hanging out. I mean, he talked. To, uh, he, he had 15 minutes to just talk with us, right? So, so he's got everything already planned, ready to go. Yeah. So. He just has to hit his cues. Um, so whenever they're, uh, it's a race time at Churchill Downs, and then pick three, pick four, pick five, super high five. You know, like he yeah. does the that that sort of deal. So it's uh, it's cool, man. It's really cool. He he also um, he let me pitch him some some potential Derby winning calls. He liked a couple. Let's hear him. Ray's Kane wins the derby, and chicken fin- fingers are on the menu. Okay, that's one of them. Not once, not twice, tap trice. That one's better? You're working your way up? Okay. Jesus Christ, it's reincarnate. Love it. That one's the best. <laughs> well, good. Sounds like a fun Tuesday afternoon at the Some track. Is, are we going to get another Stephen Peake video? Oh, yeah, we're going to get nice, a video nice. out of that. It'll be a lot of fun. Got to talk to Brad Cox yesterday and Steve Asmussen. Um, oh, the the one tip we got into the show yesterday from the Thornton's text line, the Brad Cox horse. God, that horse doesn't come into the money. It it, it was DOA, who, terrible trip. Who didn't, didn't see really that one? Who didn't see that one coming? Um, How's Brad Cox doing? Oh, he's great. He's looking felt too. Yeah. Drop some lbs. Uh, Angel of Empire is his kind of buzz horse, and he really likes the way he's been training. I did find it interesting though. 
Because Angel of Empire, like we said, kind of got that buzz like Mandaloon did two years ago when it came in second. Um, but he said that his other horse, Verifying, reminds him a little bit more of Mandaloon. Oh. So I, I, I was fascinated by that. Um, I will say uh, there's uh, the, the one quote he had was really good. It was because he has the horses in the one and the two post. It's like, is it, is it, get that inside draw, right? Is that tough? And he's like, it's a 20-horse field. You can get a bad trip from anywhere. So trying to worry so much about post position might be something that the, the, the handicappers think a little bit too much about. Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. Also, uh, as Steve Asmussen, who had Epicenter last year, and you know it's one of those things like he's just going to live with forever. He's like, we were 70 yards away. We did everything right. Derby points leader. Great trip. And he just... You know, comes up short, and uh, his horse, Disarm, ran in the Louisiana Derby at a mile and three-sixteenths. That's the longest prep race. It only has an extra sixteenth. And, you know, I asked him, like, do you think that might help, having that extra distance to prepare him for? And he's like, well, uh, if anybody knows that that last sixteenth matters, it's me. <laughs> so you you, you got to be able to finish the mile and a quarter. He didn't last year. But I do, I do just got a weird, sneaky suspicion about Disarm. Um, so that, that's I like his this arm this as well. I like yeah. this arm as well. Not going to be able to throw well, that one out. We're going to talk more horse racing. We can see if we want to bring it into more of a today sort of deal or a derby sort of deal. When we have Caitlin Free on. Oh, that's going to be cool. She's a horse racing reporter and analyst on the Kentucky circuit. Sometimes you'll see her give her picks on the big jumbotron out here at Churchill Downs. Yeah. And sometimes even if you're watching TVG, you may see her you, picks you, from you time to time. You were tailing her picks the, the Saturday day. night, the opening night, she was on fire. I need to thank her for that. That's kind of what made me think about getting her on is like this, this, this girl knows her horse racing. If, Much if, better if than she can make me win money on the track, then – We've got something good, so we'll talk. But maybe we maybe we focus that about horse racing today. Give some people oh, picks to, love some. Uh, an opportunity you, to win some money. Did you see yesterday? They had the the different names for all I the did. races. That I was did. fun. It was five hundred two day, so they named the races after different things in Louisville. I think they had the <laughs> Phoenix Hill race. They had the Toy Tiger. The Toy Tiger. I, I just appreciate that it was all uh, Lynn's Paradise Cafe. It was all like the most Louisville thing ever is to just. Na- like, name it after a former building, right? Like, because that's how we give directions. Yeah, it's by the old Bacons, you know? It's like, well, what if I wasn't here 20 years ago? I don't know where the old Bacons is. Oh, Michael Bennett. How's it going this there morning? There it is. Hey, Michael. How are you, buddy? Just just Good the cats. Just Good the cats. You. Good to see yeah, you, Michael yeah. Bennett. He's out here mingling. So many folks are at Churchill Downs. Backside week. Andy Bashir shaking hands. Maybe He's- he will come over here. What would you want to ask Andy? Bichette? I don't know. I, wh- what's the? Wh- I would. I would want to know the day-to-day life of being the governor. The kind of like, uh, for lack of a better term, the kind of pains in the ass in the routine. Because like at I mean, the end of the day, think, can, don't you think you know the answer to that question? Probably just all the the obligations, media stuff that you have to do, meetings you have to take, phone calls you got to make. I'm just fascinated by the like because it's a job that you th- jobs like that you think of from a distance but there is a routine element where like he's just waking up and going to work like any other person's waking up to go to work just a different different sort of occupational hazards i do think it's just sort of somewhat interesting that like they just have to sit back and just be like gotta let the we can't even really start doing our campaigning until we kind of know who we're going up against true true i think that's an interesting aspect of it because people forget like we're gonna have an election in what? in a month it's like may, may 22nd or less something less than a month yeah, yeah. and then We'll have another one. Yeah, in not, not, six months. Yeah, not, not yeah. which is kind of weird. Yeah, it's a little bizarre. But now Andy Bashir has 
He's throwing getting, a crowd. He's getting some fans, yeah. What kind of coffee do you think he drinks? You think he takes it black? Not a not a coffee guy. Wouldn't know. I, I, Don't like psychopaths take it black? Isn't that what they say? I take it black. Yeah, you're a psychopath. Yeah, yeah. You're a psychopath. It checks out. It checks out. There's a secret service. What do you think about them? Um, great people um, who I would never say anything bad about. Um, did I ever tell you my secret service story from the Derby? Mm. I probably shared that story here. Yeah, I think you told it, it was to like, me. I don't think you told it on air. Okay, well, uh, I got in trouble uh, back in uh, high school. Uh, for trying to sneak beer to Thunder, so I got grounded. Couldn't do anything for Derby. So my mother was like, hey, uh, this is a great opportunity to go make some money, so you're going to work for Brantley Security. So I got a security detail in the, the, the dining room on, like, the third or fourth floor, and uh, Chelsea Clinton was one of the celebrities in that room. And my whole job was just, do you have a wristband? Do you have a pass around your neck? So, like, I, you know, I don't know Chelsea Clinton from Adam, right? Like, it's, it's uh, I'm some dumb 14-year-old kid who was too young to really know much about the what was happening in the Clinton administration in the 90s. So, naturally, Chelsea Clinton, she walks up, and she doesn't have her wristband or her badge on. Elitist just thinks she can go wherever she wants. So, I go to, uh, uh, ma'am, excuse me, you need to have, and, like, security uh, just stiff arms me, gives me a Heisman Trophy right to the uh, chest, and I'm like, well, uh, 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 I would have been like, you're all secure. I need your badges and wristbands. Well, uh, what, fortunately, the guy standing next to me, his post was the elevator, was uh, uh, military police. And he said, see that pin those guys have on? That, that That's Secret Service. So they can kind of do whatever they want. Like, oh, that's, a, that's a good point. Now without their wristbands and lanyards. <laughs> the, the most fascinating part of that was watching them clear out a bathroom so her and her friend could go in the bathroom by themselves. That's how. That's what, I mean. That's how they live their dives every day. They gotta have Secret Service huh. make sure they got a bathroom to themselves because some threat could be in there. Crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, uh, nature's really calling. Like, I ain't got time to wait. Like, <laughs> hustle, Secret Service. <laughs> Get them out. Hmm. Yeah, there would also have to be a little bit of like, well, we gotta wait till people finish doing their business. Today is Scoot's grade school kids' day. Yeah. Yeah. He he nailed it. Uh, I wonder. We had some Holy Trinity, Margaret Mary. Mm-hmm. I uh, I learned St. Albert. Not an easy program to get in there. We got Brooks Holton from the CJ. Wow. Rocking the St. Andrews yeah. uh, golf club sweatshirt. Very like vintage. In the 90s. Yeah, very vintage. Uh, another former KSR rider. Uh, did not know yeah, that. Brooks, Brooks was an uh, intern back in the day. Uh, now in Como. Or a Como There's grad. Jeff. Hey, Jeff. How are you, buddy? Good to oh, see wow. you. Jeff real. Milby. Oh, is he that, called the, the he called the games with me at Louisville City. He still does it. Say, uh, but yeah. Now he's the eight forty like news guy. Yeah, yeah. He'll like do the the reads in the morning. That's pretty. That's gotta be a pretty decent gig. And the funny that like you think Scoots has a good radio voice. Scoots gonna get oh. offended by this. But like, and I, I don't mean good radio voice, and because I do mean good radio voice. But, but I just mean like how you turn voice. it on. Like, oh, okay. Radio voice versus just normal voice. Jeff Jeff Milby is. Is impressive. Scooch is really impressive too, though. You just talk with Scooch, and then when he turns on his little radio <laughs> cadence, because yeah, my, my so drastic. My radio thing is just like be a little bit louder, <laughs> or you know, a little, oh, a little sure. bit more yeah. engaging, right? Where you don't say the ums and the likes as much. That's, yeah, that's my radio voice, they, and they, I still I still mess that up. They are trained professionals. Which, by the way, is tomorrow the day we finally get to hear Scooch's yes, radio voice? We'll be doing trivia live out here from the backside Man, tomorrow. I cannot wait. I do have a little radio voice, but it's not as extreme as some of those other guys. What if and there's nothing did, wrong with it. Those voices sound great. They do a great job of it. What if we did the show with a 
And now it's DJ Walker and Nick Roush. Here we're at live at Churchill Downs having a great time. It is fun to, to do only, that when you're you bringing it in. You only do that so long. You, know, like, you only do it so long. You just got to give it up. That's how – I don't know how the guy Cowboy, if you ever listen to Reds games, uh, Jeff Brantley, he uh, talks like this the whole time in uh, strike two for the Reds. Uh, how, how, do you, he, how, how do you talk like that all the time? That can't be – it can't be good for the, the guy pipes. who does some of our intros. Yeah, Kentucky roll call. Well, Travis Stone. Limited, he, limited, limited. He, he had a uh, he had a book like the art of voice acting in his uh, in his really uh, yeah yeah that's interesting. Yeah. Well, let's tell people about the big Exports Radio golf carts. Swing away, swing away. Get them right now. You need to because, as Dugan Ryan said on these here at Airwaves yesterday, they're going fast. They'll probably be gone by the end of the month. Uh, so go to BigExportsRadio.com, get your golf cart today. It's less than $25 a round when you do the math to play at great courses like Park Mammoth, uh, Old Capitol, Elk Run, Wooded View, Valley View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. Really the best of the best on the Big Export hey, Radio. Hey, Governor, how are you? Nice yeah. to see you. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Happy you birthday, too. Governor. We appreciate you stopping by. Andy cool. Bashir. Yeah. Came and said hello to us. So you just don't how know if like he wants to come on, but we don't want to force him on. Right, right. How many how many times do you how many hands has he shaking this morning? Oh yeah, you better have the hand sanitizer on deck. Oh gosh, yeah. And, I, and you know I've shaken a lot of hands today, and I really feel like I haven't really nailed the handshake. Oh gosh, that's the worst. Like you, you get in a little too. Like yeah, yeah. Like, you know when it's flat. Yeah, right. Now obviously I'm not going to be blaming myself for any of these handshakes. Oh yeah, it takes, it the... takes two to shake a hand, right? It's got to you got to meet up on both angles. Oh man, uh, golf cards. Golf cards, they're the best. I will say, I do. I, I, uh, we everybody rips politicians, and they are so easy to rip. And I don't agree with really any politician, uh, down to the to, to the core. But if you put yourself through all that stuff, oh like, yeah, that that's uh, I, there is a payoff. There are, there are benefits, but there is just a there is a sense of you're just eating turd sandwiches constantly. Well, and it's it's um, I mean I'm obviously being a little idealistic, thinking about the the better days when uh, you weren't such uh, open for. Criticism, right? Like, if I if I wanted to run for city councilman or city alderman back in the '70s, you know, you you it came with a certain amount of power, but mm-hmm. there was also uh, m- maybe you felt like you were doing more of a public service, exactly. In, in, instead of just like, look at me, I'm being city councilman, which feels- I still think there's people that that have that goal. Yes, I think some have that goal, and they get corrupted as time goes on. And I'd also think there's just jerks that don't have that goal off the get go, mm-hmm. and they just have a, a strong platform and they do it. But I, I do, so although I, I don't it. agree with them wholeheartedly, I do think Bashir is in it for the right reasons. Like wants to, He's does like the want to help Kentucky. It's just whether or not, yeah, exactly. Which, <laughs> uh, by the way, we had what, what was the picture Dugan had of Matt Bevin on this? Sh- Matt, yeah. Out? So Bashir becomes the second governor to stop by the big exports radio set up here on the backside. Matt Bevin came back when we had intern. What was his name? John, I think. I believe. One of Beachbot's finest intern, right here. Jake. Go Cats. Intern Jacob. No, intern Jacob was the more was, recent one. Yeah, it was a different intern. Intern John? I don't, John? It was before my time. Man, forgot his name. Could have been intern John. Was not, another intern not Jacob? Jack, is it? No. It was, no, it wasn't Jack. No, it wasn't Jack. I think it was maybe another intern Jacob. I think we've had a lot of intern Jacobs. But the, yeah, I got a the, picture with Matt Bevan back here. At they the come and go uh-huh. so quickly. Back in the day. Uh, okay, let's take – Scoots is back in the house. Scoots, how are you? He's not ready to take a break just yet. Oh, my goodness. He's got an Eastern Michigan. 
He does. No, I know. That's Eastern. Is that Eastern Pekin? This is East LA Community College, baby. Oh, God. From the TV show. Oh, last chance you was so good. I don't like that coach. Uh, oh, I love that coach. I've talked about it. I he, would run through a wall for that yeah, guy. Yeah, he's way too. He, he does way too much. You need, to do, you need to do less as a coach. <laughs> do less. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Less. You're doing less. Scooch, when you're ready to take us to a break, just we're let good. us know. We're, we're good. good. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to get you some picks for today from. Caitlin Free. Caitlin Free. I'm sorry, Scoots turned down my microphone, so I thought we had just d- done a hard, a hard out, <laughs> which wouldn't be impossible with Big yeah, X Sports Radio. We'll be back with Caitlin Free for picks for today in the Derby after this. Believe in magic in a young TJ's heart. It's magic. Is this for uh, your horse, Mage? Madge from the warehouse? Good Magic, who finished second in the Derby four years ago. He's got two, uh, two, two, two sons racing in the Derby. Welcome it's be back. a good sire. Kaylin Free is, in fact, not free. She got tied up with some TV stuff, some important TV stuff. Uh, she may try to swing by, like, at the end of the show, but says that most likely tomorrow will be... Hey. We'll, we'll be better. So. Hey, we're pretty flexible. Where's the Where's the real superstar of the backside? EJ Clark. EJ Clark was here earlier. He's wearing a sweet sports coat. Looks very professional, or like a mob boss, depending on who you ask. <laughs> and then tomorrow, speaking of politicians, we're gonna have Alan Keck. He's gonna swing by supposedly, <laughs> which will be cool. Yeah, I thought he has done well in the debates. Uh, the The mayor of Somerset, correct? Uh, that sounds correct. Yes. <laughs> You'll run with that. Have you ever been to Somerset? I have. Really pretty pretty place. I have. Yeah. Oh, Scoot, they're the handing out uh, Red Bulls. Looks like you've already got one, though. Oh, did you? Wait, fi- what? Yep. I bought one, and we have some? There's the Red Bull well, guy. Well, we'll see if they make their way over Snag around one. here. But Snag one for me. Scoots, do you really need more energy? Yes. Roush, do you know the morning I've had? Absolutely. I could drink about four of them today. I so you need, Did you need another drink coffee? Drink four of them. Yeah. Drink four, four Red, Red Bulls. Bull. <laughs> drink four <laughs> Red Bulls. Suck at it. This guy wants a Red Bull. Yeah. Rouse, did you need another coffee? No. They tell me I don't need any more. No, you need more. He he was complaining that he had to pay for one earlier, and now they're handing them out all free. Wow. Thank you. Appreciate you. You're the real MVPs. The real MVPs. Glad I came back now. How how many Red Bulls do you think they can stick in those little backpack coolers? Because seemingly they just – it's like – Oh, wouldn't uh, that be a nice little beach cooler? It's like the Mary Poppins where they just – Keep pulling stuff out of the bag. (laughs) It is. It is. Welcome back. This is Kentucky Roll Call. The the text line is a little wonky today. We'll try to get to maybe some of them if we can. I do want to briefly just touch on an important issue that came up yesterday, uh, and that is John Calipari eating a chicken tender at Jeff Ruby's. And I will make it quick because we've kind of touched on it to some degree. And people are going to say, well, he didn't order chicken tenders. Hunter Dickinson said that, said that it was an appetizer. What Hunter Dickinson said was he got a steak. John Calipari ate on the plane ride into Lexington, so he wasn't hungry. But he did. the only thing he ate was one chicken tender. And uh, that's just a bad look for the University of Kentucky's head coach really at is. Jeff Ruby's. Listen, Roush was right. I am Mr. Chicken Tender. TJ Chicken Tender Walker yep. is what they used to call me. I love chicken tenders. I bet Jeff Ruby makes an amazing chicken tender. He was TD before he became TJ. That's true. 
That being said, that would be so far down the list. I had so many people tweet me and be like, well, he probably goes there all the time. He probably wanted something. I don't care if you go there all the time. I, mean, I, I get that. If you go there all the time, maybe you don't want a steak every time. But get a different appetizer. They have amazing crab. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just get it? You're, super, you're rich. You're John Calipari. Why wouldn't you just be like, give me the crab. Take two bites of it. Bring the rest home to Ellen. Yeah. You don't think she'd like a little crab? What yeah, a leftover crab, boys. Scarf it down. So I love fast. crab as much as the next yeah, guy, you, but I don't know about leftover When you crab. leave it in your car, probably not, <laughs> but you put that bad boy in the fridge. I, you don't want it for a week, but the next morning, next day? Mm, I don't know about that. I do, because I've done it, and it's amazing, Scoots. You need to live a little. Um, Anyways. I, I'm, I'm going to pull up the menu, because I'm, so I admittedly have never been to the Jeff Ruby's in Lexington. Um I've only been the once. Cool spot. Yeah. Feel free to advertise on our show, Jeff Ruby. Oh, would, would absolutely love it. I mean, they have a full raw bar. Even if you don't want that, he could have gotten a, a, a Jeff Ruby roll, some sushi. Oh, sushi is like the eat, like the most expensive nothing food. Because I, I don't know how many times you've ever had sushi and been like, oh, man, I'm so full. That was such a satisfying meal. It's very light, you know? Just a uh, little sushi purists on the Thornton's text line are going to come after you for that one. Uh, they're no, he's, he's not wrong, though. I mean, I'm a big sushi guy as well. And Oh. The, the only way you can get full on sushi is if you find all you can eat sushi. Um, I'm with you though. A crab cake or a wagyu meatball? A wagyu meatball? Oh my god! That gosh, would be amazing. Meatball. I haven't had that at uh, Jeff Ruby's, but I bet it'd be amazing. Oysters Rockefeller? Are you kidding me? I've had that at Jeff Ruby's. That's amazing. I'll Cal, if if Hunter Dickinson doesn't commit to UK, I think we know the reason why. Is all I'm saying. I love they have a country ham board. <laughs> it's just such a weird thing to say. Uh, here, here. I'm, yes, I'd like the ham board, please. My mother-in-law. Uh, let's see if I can find it here. I'll, I'll get it up. She my, got she, my mother-in-law. She got the classic cream spinach as a side. Yeah, I bet it's pretty good. No, yeah, no. I bet it is too. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? She didn't like it. All right. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Good to know. She didn't like it. Well, like they're like. Cream corn or whatever is the bomb.com. Spinach at Jeff Ruby's. I mean, it's like getting green somewhere. Listen, I don't need the two children palettes to tell me. Oh, what it oh yeah. Guy, I, anything green, TJ just. Yeah, right. It, it, That's it. not true. That's not true. I love Brussels sprouts, love broccoli, love asparagus. When, when did all Brussels sprouts? Who Who is Brussels behind sprouts, their PR campaign? Brussels sprouts are back. Because they were, back in a they big went way. from like in the 90s, they were the, in every cartoon, it was Brussels sprout they smell like feet and now it's like the fanciest thing you can get at a steakhouse all because they just cooked them with a little bit of bacon the the air fryer changed brussels sprouts brussels sprouts are probably my favorite green vegetable i would if yeah i think they probably would be ahead of uh aspergrass uh, <laughs> love, love a little aspergrass i'd say they're one and two Aspar- yeah. asparagus and and uh brussels sprouts i'd say one or one and two a texter on the – we're going to just kind of start with the text today. A texter says, didn't Maryland say the same thing about the Twins, too, regarding – Oh, that was very They may funny. just get outbid. They did, but that was back before that stuff was legal. But the funny thing is the only reason Maryland was ever considered was because, because of Under Armour. Yeah, and they and played for an Under Armour team. No, no big deal, but we broke that story when they committed to UK. Oh, weren't you uh, – my, my ass was on the line. Yeah, you, you basically <laughs> had we, – we, we announced that they were going to UK before their announcement. So it was like, if they don't pick UK, this is going to be look like a bunch of pretty bozos. ugly. But you had it up there before. I, I remember their announcement 
pretty clearly, too, because they were at their school. It was packed behind them, and it was on ESPNU, ESPN, I want to say. But it was a nationally televised uh, ordeal. So it was. It was a big It you, was a big deal. You really you went after it. And you I've did never it. been like more nervous during a commitment ceremony. Another texter says, I imagine Cal and Bill Clinton talked about how much they love their wives. <laughs> My wife? A texter says, Greg is the man. We agree. Another texter says, What's that Lindsay girl's name that Roush was talking to? Is she the one who moved to Carolina? I think she. No, Lindsay Goff was in Savannah, Georgia. Georgia, yes. Which people forget is not one of the Carolinas. Nope, not one of the Carolinas. Uh, EJ Clark in the house, and he brought back a donut that appears to have yeah, M and M's on it. I don't know. That's that. You're not an M and M guy. No. Now Roush. Oh wow, and he's he's picking it <laughs> off. Wow, interesting. Interesting uh, concept we've got here. But yeah, Lindsay Goff, she's back at uh, WKYT now. WKYT. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you, if you didn't hear our Twitter space earlier today, uh, she she hopped on along with several. Who did you get? You get got Dom, Dom Yates, Yates as well. Uh, I yeah. talked to a very popular horse owner who gave us some tips on uh, owning horses. Um, you can yeah. get in for just 100 bucks on horses, supposedly. Yeah, if you want to. Another texter says, all right, how much are the beers this year? You may have said this already. Hopefully they allow – Poppers in the infield to get lilies and actual glasses this year. Oh uh, no, they will not. What are, give you those, what are What's a popper? Maybe he's talking about himself in third person. Like he's poppers, and he wants to get a lily. I'm probably just pronouncing it wrong. P a u p e r s. Oh, poppers! Like a uh, 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 that's a poor person. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's a. <laughs> It's another word for the pores. Uh, yeah, no, they, 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 they won't give out real glasses in the infield. It's a bunch of baloney, a bunch of uh, great baloney. Good, probably a good call. But uh, $14 for beers, uh, $14 for beers. And was it, does he was $12 for, for, I think, like the domestic crappy beer, wasn't okay, it? Okay, I yeah. thought that's what your Twitter said. I appreciate that's you tweeting right. that picture out because Haley's didn't have the beer prices on there. She just had the Oaks and yeah. the Lily. And, well, is that 20 bucks for one of those? Those were 17, I think. Okay. 17 yeah. or 18. Uh, usually, EJ, they're free on the front side, but Oaks and Derby Day, they'll keep it the same. I think I think the beer prices will uh, stay the same all week long. Hey, if you're coming to the racetrack, bring some damn cash. Pretty much, like, uh, be, a, be an adult and carry some cash around, and you need some walking around money. Like, to be an adult. Like, the racetrack, uh, the funniest sight in the infield is watching a bunch of uh, Zoomers you know, standing in line at the ATM in the infield of the track, probably paying like a $6 ATM fee. Just comedy. Bring, bring, be, be an adult. Bring a, some cash. A texter says, nothing like Derby Week in Kentucky. Me and the Buds are currently working, getting the first turn tickets for Oaks. Hopefully it works out. Will you guys be at Oaks? I will not be at Oaks. I will be at Derby. I will not be at Oaks. Uh, Roush will be there yeah. at Oaks and Derby, yeah, but should, not Derby. Uh, correct, correct. Should be a lot of fun. I will be in the infield being uh, our uh, mule. I'm a, I am a brave man, EJ. I love, love mixing it up amongst them, as they like to say. Um, I think the St. X president just walked by, by the way. Oh, he didn't say how to Tiger Tech's finest? Well, he is since uh, after. So? After I've, I've been but long you, gone. You're like one of the most famous alums. Paul Kalishra, I believe, is his name. Oh. Huh. I think. I think he's the St. X president nowadays. I don't. Wow. I've not, I've not met can't, him. Can't believe you own on a first name basis. A texter says, "I mm. think Scoots deserves huge props this morning for driving all over God's green earth to make this show happen. What a guy! Let's give it up for Scoots, everybody! Yeah, yay! This morning is 
for he's a jolly good fella. For he's a jolly good fella. <laughs> I really have drove everywhere today, though. Jeez, I've okay. been everywhere, man. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, here's a question for the governor. How hard is it to get a bathroom when the bubble guts hit you? Does the security detail have to scramble to find an approved location, or are there already pre-approved dump locations across the state? Uh, Roush kind of touched on yeah, that a little yeah. bit earlier well, they, today. they got to just clear it out. Clean, they got to do a clean sweep. <laughs> Scooch may be driving all over town. Jude Redfield's just walking all over. Jeez, the- I, we, we, we don't go two minutes without seeing him walk across our path one way or another. You are not lying. Doesn't, uh, I, I just appreciate Jude because he has the excitement and energy of like a 14-year-old. I think he tweeted at 3 a.m. this morning. You like, mentioned his suit, by the way. It is it is a nice suit. What color would you say that is? Salmon? Uh, that's pink. No, it's not pink. I'm, color, I'm, I'm think, colorblind, but that's pink to me. It's like a red pastel. I also don't see color. But I would say that's same. No, we, we see color now, TJ. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how it works, yeah. A texter says, say this in a Chris Tucker voice from Rush Hour. Oh. <laughs> this is Michael Voice, or Michael Scott, right? $50 million, you think you kidnapped Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> Texter says, Great I've never lot. heard Scooch oh. sound more energized than he did when he said he could drink four Red Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till I finish those four Red Bulls. Oh, that's um, poor little heart of yours, Scooch. I randomly had, like, I, I turned on the NBA the game the other night, and Chris Tucker crashed the NBA on TNT <laughs> Studio. And that is not – I was like, who is this guy saying he's Chris Tucker? Because this is not Chris Tucker. He, I don't know if he's been smoking cigarettes or it just it didn't look like him, didn't sound like him. It just – it wasn't the same Chris Tucker that uh, – one, one Friday, Chris Tucker. One Smokey. The NBA last night, the Heat did cover, but the Knicks evened up the series. And then Dude, you had – great, great su- win by the Lake Show. Surprisingly, I, at least surprising to me, the Lakers go on the road, beat the Warriors in game one, and Anthony Davis just was dominant. Nick yeah, Rouse. I, uh, I, AD I was, still got it. I was I stayed awake for this one, um, uh, playing, playing the cards. So I was able to stay up late and watch it. The Warriors. Oh, yeah, Roush was drunk texting us. Oh I gosh. forgot. Yeah, it wasn't making any sense. <laughs> oh, big surprise. He was like, I've got a guest on. He's a guy that kind of owns horses. I was like, well, I'm sure our listeners are going to be thrilled. Um, but he explained it a little bit better in time. Yeah. It took, just, it took me a while to get there. But the Warriors were down by like 12 with three minutes to go and then had a shot to tie it to put it in overtime and couldn't really get one off. Uh, Lakers played defense. AD made a great block there at the end of the game to help kind of secure it for the Lakers. 30 points, 23 rebounds. Um, I think I know the reason why the Warriors blew it, though. Did you see that court they were playing on last night? Not, I it, it, don't know if it, I even noticed. If you, it, was, it was like black. I'm like, this isn't your basketball court. Why do NBA teams just wear your damn uniforms that you wear? Like, we're getting all fancy. It's the playoffs. You can't expect to win a playoff game at home if you're playing on a court that doesn't look like your court. Play in a normal court. It's weird. I think I've seen that, though. Not a fan. Not Um, a fan. Yeah, you don't have to be a fan of it. So, more NBA action tonight, but congrats to AD. Still yeah. still a good basketball player. Still got it. Player. That was a big win. Get that series going the right direction. At the same time that that game was ending, we had a, a hockey game that started 4-2 in the first period, ended 5-4 in overtime. The Kraken. Trevor's team. That's Trevor's squad. Yeah, a big Don't Seattle the Kraken. Kraken fan. John here, good morning to all. Wow, what a game last night. The Warriors and Lakers are just what the doctor ordered for your basketball action. Okay, sticking to derby questions this week. What are KRC's crew favorite type of bet to make at the derby? 
or just in horse racing in general. Always like the betting, the show bet. I almost feel like with a decent horse, you should always have a chance to walk away with some cash in your pocket. Well, got to go talk to you later. The only way you should do a show bet, a show bet is to do a show parlay. Start with five. You know, if it's just yourself, I, I usually start with five bucks, TJ. And so you, you, you hit the board in one, you roll over your winnings, and keep that show bet alive. I had uh, three legs rolling the other day. Um, that can be a lot of fun. I also like a dollar exact a box. You just pick three horses to finish one, two. That can be kind of profitable. Uh, but then if, if you really want to get in the weeds, a roll, rolling pick threes are so much fun. Just like, all right, let me pick three winners in a row. And then What's the juice on that? It can normally. Be, it can be pretty good if you. Because I've never you, hit. I've never hit one. I've bet it before, but I've never hit one. But it's not really my go-to bets. But I'm getting more and more a, into it. A lot of it comes down to if you can just. If you don't have favorites coming right, because I've definitely had some tickets where, all right, this is an eighteen-dollar pick-three ticket, and it's a twenty-dollar cash-out, right? Like so, like it. It can. It. It's not always the most profitable. Uh, there was one day on Thurby. Uh, Back here, it, it rained, and they didn't have any turf races. They were off the turf, and I hit every pick three and won, like, $0. So it, it can it can be not profitable, but if you you know, you know mix in all these long shots, if one of those hits, then it can turn into a, a, a fun time. It is a, it is a bittersweet feeling when you make, like, an exacta or super effecta or try bet, and then you, like, barely win any money mm-hmm. on it or you don't even win it's your money back. It's just all the favorites come yeah, in that you included. It just doesn't come in the way that you need it. See, I tend to stay away from the exact. I'm, I'm more of a win-place show guy because then you're rooting for first, second, and third place. If your horse comes in one of those, you win. The problem, I usually just do win-place bets because uh, $10 a show, you just kind of get your money back on your bet. Depends you know. what horse you're going after. Uh, here, here's, the, here's a little tip, too, uh, handicapping this week. Twin Spires is offering money-back specials on every single race. So if you bet $10 to win and it comes in second or third, you get your money back. Oh, uh, are they paying you for this? No, I wish they were paying me for this. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll take a dap. I'll take a dap from FanDuel TV's finest. Scoots, who's that? Caleb Keller, baby. Is he your BFFs? Well, we know each other pretty well. Our dad, our, his uncle. I was is, the only person not to get a dap. His what was that all about? His uncle used to do a lot of work with my dad, so we know each other pretty well. Oh, I he thought was you excited just, to see the Scoots, I like, man. I like Caleb. Yeah. He's, he's a good guy. Horsing buddies. Uh, the, uh, an intern. A Kentucky Winter Circle back in wow. the day. That's, that's fun facts. Where uh, he got his roots. Yeah, I uh, the the other uh, oh no, I had my train of thought. Where did it go? And then it just left the tracks. <laughs> oh, the other thing that Twin Spires is doing this week, if you bet, they they'll give you a free program every day as long as you place a bet on a race that day. So if you oh. want to start handicapping the Oaks, you can get an Oaks program right now. If okay. you want to handicap Thurby before you go, TJ, right now you can get it right now. All you got to do is just make a bet. Uh, on Thurby Day, whatever day you get that program. So, pretty sweet deal uh, that Twin Spires is doing right now. Not a paid advertisement. Not a paid advertisement. Should we do a paid advertisement with uh, EJ Clark from the Kentucky Winter Circle? Sure. Maybe we can talk a little horses with our guy EJ this morning. Um, I, uh, yeah, we do have a that's much more professional is to just hand EJ a headset. Uh, almost as professional as I look in my Shady Rays. EJ, I remember to bring my Shady Rays today. They look sharp. I look good, feel good, play good, pay good. Uh, Shady Rays, promo code Big X for, was it 25% off a of checkout? It is. Oh, man. It is. What a deal. It is. The best polarized sunglasses in the business. Lose them. 
break them. It doesn't matter. You pay a small fee. They'll get you your Shady Rays right back to you in no time. Shady Rays, they're simply the best. Just like EJ Clark, who is a bit of a superstar here on the backside. EJ, how long have you been doing the the Kentucky Winter Circle? The the Kentucky Winter Circle has been on the air, and every week except for COVID – uh-huh. We weren't here for COVID. Right, Very right. few people were, as you know. Correct. Since 1997, this is our 26th wow. season. Is this Silver Charm? Silver Charm. I was able, lucky enough, to walk over behind Silver Charm. He was my derby pick. I've had few in between, but he <laughs> was one of them. Love nice. it. Love it. Yeah. So, do we – Do we? have you made a, a – have you zeroed in on a derby horse just yet that, that you're ready to see cross the finish on first on Saturday? I can't get away from Forte and a lot of reasons. He's a two-year-old champion. He checks a lot of boxes, Nick. But I like Angel of Empire. Mm-hmm. I like the California Santa Anita Derby. Winner, oh, practical move. Get practical move out of here. Oh, I like he was him. getting caught in Santa oh, Anita. He's, he's lucky that race didn't go any longer. Think about this. Was he all out? Was he 100% that day? Maybe not. Oh, is that the word? you got to think about he that. Was, oh, interesting. Uh, maybe he wasn't some, 100%. Some, we got a text on the Thornton sex line, EJ, that I think that they would probably rather hear your analysis on than ours. Good morning, guys. Podcast listener. Love hearing the buzz on the backside. Cup, a couple quick notes. In regards to Forte being vulnerable favorite, he's the best horse in the field, but hardly ever does the two-year-old juvenile winner also win the Derby. I can only remember one in my lifetime, NyQuest. Secondly, TJ and Roush, it's time to trust the Japanese contingent. They're the hottest country in horse racing, won their first Breeders' Cup races as a country last year, and have shown up in every big day in racing across the world the last two years. Their breeding program and training tactics have been nothing but successful. That being said, I don't think either of those horses win the Derby, but I think it's a solid large show bet at a price that would coverage and a decent return on number 17. Also, would say like to say thanks for using your platform to promote horse racing the horses and people love what they do and i'm sure you will see that this week last tip don't get caught up solely betting the derby it's a great pot but thread yourself out and find some prices and undercards friday and saturday everyone should be playing the oaks and derby double good luck and great racing travis stone said it's the best can i answer that first question absolutely take Uh, anything you want i just want to add to that travis stone said it's the best undercard he's ever seen in 10 years here so uh should be a lot of money to be made hit the first one ej the first one when he asked about the derby favorite for Forte. Yes. There are two horses who have beat the Juvenile Jinx. The Juvenile Jinx has said since 1984, only two horses have won the Derby the year after. Okay? After in their winning three-year-old the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. Yes. After winning the Breeders' Cup two-year-old and three-year-old Here's champ. the thing on this. Here's why Forte checks a box that he doesn't have to worry about, at least in my mind. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's the most accomplished horse. He's the two-year-old champion. He won the Breeders' Futurity, a grade one, before he won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile at Keeneland. All right. Stay with me on this one because not only has he won in Kentucky, but three of his last four races have been grade ones. That's true. And the Fountain of Youth was a grade two, and, of course, the Florida Derby is a grade one. Nike was won the Florida Derby. Where did he go immediately after he won? They shipped him to Keeneland. He trained at Keeneland until the last week before the Kentucky Derby. Your texter mentioned Nyquist. However, let's go back to 2007. 
Street, Street sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. Won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile here at Churchill Downs. Only two horses have been able to break the jinx, and both time the Breeders' Cup Juvenile was run in, in Kentucky. Kentucky. Interesting. Ooh. That's the key, folks. Okay. That's why you listen to E.J. Clark when he's talking horse racing. What was your take on the Japanese horse racing? There, that, that there's take there's a the buzz about him. I was over there, and it, uh, for me, uh, I was able to listen to a couple of the uh, – the assistant trainer for Continuar, the assistant trainer for Derma Satyaki. Derma is the is one of the buzz horses. Yeah, okay, yeah, disarms a buzz horse. Rolling the Japanese horses. They broke into the Breeders' Cup two years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, they were the top four horses in the UAE Derby with Derma Satyaki winning. Mm-hmm. And I'll pro- mispronounce his name at least ten times Definitely. in the next three days. But that's okay. I'm not going to worry about that. But uh, he, you know, he has definitely looked the best to me. But the horse that is on the AE list, okay? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, that, that ran in the Santa Anita. Could get in with a late scratch. That's what Greg talked Yeah, but Greg I don't Rob think he's going to get in. Yeah. But, you know, he's looked good, too. So Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I do like what the texture said, though, about uh, a nice little show bet. If, you know, if that money is, to be made there. Especially if, that, if it's at a price, you know, if it's like 20 to 1, you put – 20 shekels on it you can you can end up doing all right for yourself so appreciate that text into the show trying to see if there's any other horse text yeah mandarian hero is what i was talking about he was beating a nose in 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 the the, uh, santa Santa anita derby Uh, correct i thought he was going to catch so uh old old practical move so let's do a little pre preakness handicapping he'll probably show up in the preakness true okay Uh, do we do we have a horse we like in the in the kentucky oaks yet on friday it feels like wet, wet pain is going to be really hard to beat. Wet pain has been so outstanding. It's hard to get away from her, but uh, the, the key is going to be trying to find the I, horse I underneath her. I haven't made up my mind yet. I've been so busy with the Derby. I, I've got two or three horses that that I like in here. And how about this Wonder Wheel? Last year's two-year-old filly champion mm-hmm. just just got in at you know uh, at a, the, a few a few, few well, about a week ago, you know. So she didn't have enough points after her disappointing finish in the Ashland Stakes at Cleveland to get in immediately, but she did get in. She's the two-year-old Philly champion. David Carroll, the assistant trainer, and I've talked to also Mark Cassie, the trainer. They're very high on this horse. They were very high on this Philly going into the Ashland. I think you can put a line through that, throw that one out. Throw it out. She's won. You're gonna, she'll be running at the end. And she's got new rider Joel Rosario, who is a – they were he, telling me what a great good, horse. Yeah. He's not only, you know, he's a great jockey, but they were telling me what a great horseman, how he can read things, little things. And even if he hadn't been around a horse for very long, that's, that's important to I, me. I will say, though, EJ, I'm very anti-horses. Uh, we're, I got, we might have seen her at her best as a two-year-old champ, right? Like that, that, I worry about horses that uh, may have peaked a little too early. She's, on, she's only thrown in one clunker, okay? Okay. She was narrowly beaten off a four-month layoff That's a in long the layoff. Sun Coast, yeah, okay, yeah. at Tampa Bay Downs. So, <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, all right. This one, Wonder Wheel. It, it is an outstanding field. It, yeah. It always is, but this, this is a great field, and there are a few more horses that we're going to talk about tomorrow and especially Friday. Mm-hmm. On the Kentucky We're, we're going to take a deeper look yeah. into those. But, uh, Ed, how about Mark Cassie's son, Norm Cassie? Uh uh, his filly is mm-hmm. won the fantasy stakes at Oaklawn Park. So, uh, and I have not been able to uh, catch him. And I'm, I'm going to get a little yeah. You're going to catch him. Get, in, get the scoop, BJ. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Get so the scoop. EJ comes on right after we get off the air, and he'll be doing that the rest of the week. Thank you, EJ, for taking a few Thanks, texts. Cassie, Thanks for having me on. Appreciate yeah, it. And Absolutely. whenever you got winners, just yeah. don't, don't, don't hesitate don't to, be shy. Yeah. to shoot, a, shoot a text over. Right? And, uh, you know, the M&M's donut, eh, it's okay. okay. Just okay. There's yeah. the update okay. on the M&M's <laughs> good, donut. Good to know. Uh, let's see. Maybe get to a few other texts not horse racing related. Oh, there's one more horse racing related. Uh, they said, hit show, will finish above Tappet Trice. Ask Roush how many sons of Tappet have won the Kentucky Derby. They don't have the distance. Oh, oh th- that, what, what a shot fired. Uh, they don't have the distance, but they've won four Belmonts. Like, come on. And also, wow, shot fired back at the texture. I love it. the last Wood Memorial winner to, to win the race? It was funny side, 2007. Wood Memorial stakes. <laughs> Yeah, you all are more than welcome to use the text line as well. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. A texter says, Scooch, on a scale of 1 to 10, how fine are the women at Churchill? I feel like I missed the majority of the good ones. So Wow. So what's your number? I mean, there hasn't been too many since I got back here from the station, right? I missed I missed all the good ones. I that's the beauty is the eye of the beholder. All I know is I'm gonna need it to be a little bit warmer the rest of the week because I'm ready for some sundress city. Uh, scoots, boink. A texter says TJ sounding like Roush at the draft to start the show. Yeah, I was a little loud yesterday. Sorry, TJ. Do you like the Packers signing Jordan Love to a one-year contract? Feel like the game against the 49ers was underwhelming when he was playing for Rodgers. Dare I say he may be cheeks at the quarterback? Oh, cheeks! If you say that, you're just kind of a goofball. You have no idea if he's cheeks or not a football. I actually thought, in the limited sample size we've seen of Jordan Love, has been good. But I will say this. If you're Green Bay, this is why you drafted Jordan Love. Yeah, He's been in the for franchise now. for a good while now. He needs to be ready to – like, there shouldn't be a huge drop-off. If you have a bad season, that's fine. But it still shouldn't even be like a three- or four-win season. It should be like a seven- or an eight-win season. Just good enough to have a – not you, miss the playoffs and get a okay draft pick. You wasted a high draft pick on Jordan Love, and if he's not up to snuff, then – you wasted it. But he should be ready to go. Not like MVP day one. He can have a year. He can have two years potentially. But you did all this to not have a big drop-off. Now it's time. The Piper needs to be paid. I think Green Bay is going to be – I'd take their over win total at 7.5, and, and the juice is actually on the under, so you can get better odds going over. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Another texter just kind of hopping through here. Marty might not have many redeeming qualities, but his hatred for good bum is sure one of them. <laughs> Rob Doster stinks, that's all. TJ, you listen to Green and Yellow by Lil Wayne about the Packers. That's not it, but I do like that song. Uh, the song you referred to, the, it, I never would have guessed that that was the name of it. Like, I knew this, what it sounded like. Light up the choppers like yeah. it's December 31st. Could not, but that, great song. Uh, by you. the way, we did have some breaking news. Randall Cobb and Aaron Rodgers, still bros. Randall's going to sign a one-year deal with the Jets. Oh, so his Adam little Schechter. desperate workout video worked out. It did work out. Good, good for him. Good for Randall Cobb. Still getting paid after all of these years. Does that mean he's going to be a 14-year NFL vet? That's hard to do as a receiver, especially yeah. with the injuries that he had. Yeah. Uh, he that took is, a beating. That is pretty impressive. Uh, going across the uh, middle of the field there. Keith wants us to read that he was in a hot air balloon once. It's a pretty long text. Don't think I can get to all of it. Damn it, Keith. Uh, so shout out to my best friend's brother who will be starting making his MLB debut today. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Brandon Platt. Fought? Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Futs, good, uh, good South End family. Best of luck to them. Yeah. 
Another shame the best playoff matchup tips off at 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. with the Warriors and Lakers. Yeah, we, yeah, we agree with that one. I only get excited about horse racing for a one weekend a year, and that's here. I give Roush a hard time most of the time about it, but it's in good fun. Hope you all have a great week and win all the money and collect on Monday. Yeah, let's win all of the money. And that's pretty much our text for today. We probably, you know, we may have skipped one or two and had to rush what, through. What's this Tennessee fan doing back here? Doesn't he know? Boo! Like, yeah, Boo! You, 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 we don't like your kind right Boo. here. We're not xenophobic. We just hate people from across the border. All right, Roush. <laughs> any locks for today? Uh, I haven't looked at it. I probably probably won't. Probably wait to play tomorrow because I need to need to actually get some work done. You which reminds play every me, every day. Uh, I uh, throw a little fun money. I also need to uh, finish the morning post, which is supposed to go up in like thirty seconds. So that'll be fun. No, nothing like trying to beat yourself to a deadline, but um, we, we do have some cool stuff coming on the KSR YouTube channel uh, in the coming day, so keep it locked there. Keep I locked there. am a big fan of Lemon Drop Shot in the fifth race. Ooh, those are good. Lemon Drop Shot Yeah. in the fifth race. Not a whole lot of booze in those, yeah. though. All right, we are out of time. This was a lot of fun today. Apologies for the technical difficulties. Appreciate Scoots for, for making the drive again, over shout there. Shout out what to Scoots. He did help us out in a major way. What a pain Hopefully in the things ass. will be a little bit smoother tomorrow. Thurby. And until then, you're going to get EJ Clark right after we get on the air. You're going to also hear Matt Dennison. John, no, nope. no. Bats. Bats. And the Rutherford later today. Bets baseball, the name of our game is fun. Everybody have a great Wednesday. Good luck with your bets. Thanks for listening to Kentucky Whoa. Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, EJ Clark up next.